Welcome to the Blur and Blend Marketing Podcast. Hear how marketing professionals worldwide are navigating in the blur of today's challenging consumer marketplace as they blend new age strategies and partnerships that create marketing success. Here's your host for the B&B, marketing professional and global educator, Trish Rubin. Hi, welcome to Blur and Blend Marketing. I am Trish Rubin. And I provide you with guiding stories from wonderful people who are experts in their field, marketing, branding, advertising, all communications areas, and they come from business and they come from education. I like to find these stories because they've always inspired me. And as I work with clients and as I work with students, I find the power of story from people who have been through what you're trying to attain is important. So again, welcome to Blur and Blend Marketing. And I am going to introduce you today to a colleague and a friend. And we actually spent a few minutes laughing together before we even started this podcast. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that you understand that the person you're going to meet today has just such a genuine, wonderful nature. You're going to love to hear her story. And I will introduce you to Malvika Isar, my friend and colleague. She is the brand um, personality, I'll say, that I've always wanted to be in touch with, young, hip, cool. And uh, she will tell you that she's located in Mumbai, in India, but she's so clued in on the pulse of marketing. And so I'm happy to bring her to you. She is the marketing manager of a company called iSchool Connect. And in the industry vertical of higher education, the study abroad community still is booming and growing. And she will share her guiding stories of how she got involved in this, her story about herself as a marketer. She'll let us know what's going on today. She's going to guide you into the future. So I am very happy to introduce her to you. And let's get started. So I will say good evening. I'm saying I'm in my morning. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Trish, thank you so much for the warmest welcome. It is such a pleasure to be here at Blur and Blend. Uh, I've always been listening to your podcast and one could only wish to be a part of this fantastic podcast. So thank you so thank much you. for having me. <laughs> Thank you. And because we work in a, a, a bit of a structure, uh, and maybe this really is important now because we are all in COVID and we're all either in a lockdown or we have a curfew, we cannot move as we want to move. Uh, we'll take this imaginary journey. And now more than ever, it's important to think about the fact that we could actually be in a car and you could be driving me. That would be a wonderful trip. We'll have to think about that in the future. But today you're going to take our listeners on that bit of a drive. And I want to tell you, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, all of the podcasts from the last year are really set up in this particular way. I liked to get that feeling of freedom, get people talking and uh, about their journey. And so we're going to take a little journey today. It's been a several months that I've actually taken the podcast out for a, a drive myself. And I'm so happy to have uh, Malvika in this driver's seat today because this is the first first podcast I've done in several months. So let's get started. We'll get in the car. I, I only can imagine I'm looking at, um, at my friend and I say, she's going to have a convertible. I don't know if that's true or not, but she looks like you could be driving the convertible and I love convertibles. And then uh, at the end of the podcast, those of you who know, I always ask my guests, what is your favorite color? So when we finish, we'll learn what color this convertible is from our guests. So let I me can already imagine the color of this convertible. And I know that you are sitting by my side, both of us wearing, uh, you know, those fancy glasses, sunglasses, glasses. and we are riding like boss ladies across the town. I love it. That boss lady express. Here we go. So let's get in the car. And the first thing a driver, a good driver does, they always adjust the rear view mirror first. Got to see what's behind you. I like to ask my guests as they're guiding us along the journey to think about that, the where they've been 
and help to inform us of who they are through that. So I give you the floor for a few minutes. Let's take about five minutes and let's hear the story about when you look in the rearview mirror, what do you see? Trish, uh, you know, when you ask me this question, it takes me back straight to my days at high school. You know, the first time I was ever introduced marketing, uh, it was when I was studying commerce. Uh, it was in my classroom that I fell in love with how marketing with just the right mix of words, phrases and strategy can make someone perceive that they really need and want what is before them. And after this, you know, beautiful phase where I persistently wanted to learn marketing, understand the basics of it. Uh, I knew I wanted to pursue it in my career. Uh, I went ahead and pursued a triple major in commerce, in uh, literature and psychology. I felt that this was one powerful mix that would truly help me through the years to come. And to seal the deal, uh, I went ahead, pursued an MBA in international business with a specialization in marketing. And if I'm allowed to boast, uh, I passed out with a gold medal uh, for, uh, you know, the overall performance. Right. So it was a president gold medal. Of course, yes. you know, you know, marketers are really we we try not to be too humble. <laughs> well, that's we, we can we can boast and boast. Oh, yes, <laughs> we can boast because that's where we're paid by others to boast for them. So let's let's not be too humble ourselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but it, it's such a pleasure, uh, you know, because that really helps you and reinforces you when you are on this journey and when you're so strongly associated with a certain area of study, right? Um, you know, at this point of time, I really wanted to share a few really important pointers uh, with all those aspirants uh, who are listening to us today. And these are all pointers that I felt helped me when I was building my career and as a coach to several other students today, uh, these are things that I always talk to them about. Okay, so five pointers are uh, going to be real quick because uh, I feel that a lot of us already know these things, but it's just that, you know, gentle reinforcement that we need time and again, right? So number one, I feel there is a supreme importance for students to have consistency in academics, right? It's very important uh, when you present yourself to a university or to anybody in the industry uh, that they are aware that you are confident and well sound with the knowledge that you come with. Everything else will fall in place uh, eventually if your academics are in good shape. Right. So anybody who is planning to pursue marketing, please make sure you have the right degree, uh, which will empower you down the lane. Right. My, you know, can I just say one of the things I'm impressed about you when you talk about your academic preparation is the way you approach through um, through commerce, literature and psychology. So that blend. And that's why I love having you on the podcast, because it's that idea of blending things together. Uh, that really work for you and creating something new. Now we know more than ever the value of the brain and decision making and things like that. So having some knowledge of psychology, I think, is really important. I want to bring that forward and compliment you um, as my guest and whoever's listening. Uh, understand that that really makes a rich mix. Thank you so much for saying that, Trish. Uh, you know. To add to that, I know a lot of students who come from an engineering or a tech background and they are so earnest with their wish to move into management and marketing. And, you know, they're hesitant that maybe this is not for me because I have a background in tech. But on the contrary, it is such a beautiful blend of two different worlds that they truly excel when they reach the corporate because they understand the tech, they understand the operations, they understand the product. And now they are backed 
with management and they are backed with how they can truly sell this product that they have built. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I agree. Now, this brings me to the second uh, really important pointer, and that is building social presence. I feel this is something that did not exist a couple of years back, but today, for any student who is going out there wanting to pursue a career, super important to leverage the social platforms that are there. I know Instagram and TikTok is all about, you know, these super funny cat memes and, you know, humorous content. We see that we see all of this. We laugh and that's great. But how about you use this platform to showcase all the talent that you have? Right. Imagine somebody who is wanting to get into culinary arts, for instance, uh, them having a page on all the recipes that they've been, you know, putting their heart and soul into, right? Or maybe even a marketing uh, YouTube channel where they can share their opinions, uh, a podcast where they could have a dialogue just like this with mm -hmm. maybe an expert from the industry. That, again, shows so much interest and caliber in any student who's aspiring to study uh, and, you know, work in this space. I love it. And how about three? Absolutely. So number three, I feel, uh, is almost like a follow-up on the third, second point, and that's ramping up on your LinkedIn profile. Now, this one I kept, I set aside specifically apart from all the other social media presence because LinkedIn is that one place where you can boast, sell, and market your professional profile, right? And there's ample you can do on LinkedIn. You can have a robust profile so that when anyone wants to come forward, evaluate uh, you know, your profile, your portfolio, they can do that. So any aspirant out there, if you are planning to apply for a higher education overseas or even an, you know, a company, make sure uh, your LinkedIn profile has that finesse. Network with the right set of people uh, because that, again, is, you know, one really important uh, benefit that you can leverage from this fantastic platform. Right. I so a couple it. of things over there. Super handy for any student, any aspirant today. Yeah. So now we're, we have a fourth aspect. I really love that LinkedIn aspect for sure and so necessary and it looks like it's difficult to do for, to some people they get a little fearful of it but it's quite easy when they understand it so how about your fourth tip I love the tips to get that that you're bringing forward from the time you're in high school absolutely so the next thing you know one of the most important things you learn as you move uh, forward in your life uh, especially something I learned in my B school uh, in my management school is network, right? Uh, today, a lot of what we do is, especially with uh, people in the marketing space or in the corporate space, it is all about the people you are associated with, uh, the opportunities that come your way, the way you succeed uh, with uh, your life professionally has a lot to do with the people you're surrounded with. So make sure you're surrounded with, uh, you know, relevant people from the fraternity. You're talking to professors. You're talking to senior marketing managers. Check on, I mean, check out, uh, you know, a couple of these profiles on LinkedIn, perhaps. Uh, talk to someone who could be your mentor from the fraternity. Check in with them every three to six months. Tell them, you know what? You're my mentor. Why don't you tell me if my goals are aligned to where I want to be uh, in my career? And that, again, I feel really helps students and aspirants build upon their professional portfolio. I love that. I love that suggestion. I, even just me, and, and I'm, as I mature in my career, la yesterday I had an a opportunity to take a, be part of a webinar for Harvard uh, uh, Business School. And one of the uh, panelists I was so interested in, and I, uh, as it was going on, I just reached out to her and said something, connected with her, sent a message request and connected with her. 
And by the end of the day yesterday, she had gotten in touch with me, and we've gone back and forth twice already. Now, this is someone from MIT Sloan. Now, I would never be able to meet somebody from MIT Sloan in real time. So I keep, I love your suggestion. It, because I have a profile and I've worked on my profile, I'm confident that I can make those connections and, and uh, people, students and marketers, even mature marketers can use that strategy. But thank you for that. And then finally, our last tidbit for today for this part of our journey. Absolutely. I mean, uh, my last tip for all the aspirants out there who are wanting to build upon their career, please work on your soft skills. Okay. Uh, I, in my notes, I have written this quote unquote, soft skills over hard skills. Mm -hmm. I say this out of experience, uh, Trish, because uh, a lot of times I feel students uh, work really hard on their hard skills. They work on their academics, the certifications, but uh, they they feel that, you know, it doesn't matter much about how I present myself uh, or, you know, how I'm communicating. But in a real life scenario, uh, to be honest, even when I'm interviewing candidates to join my own team, I probably put the hard skills second on priority because it's so important for the person who I'm talking to is communicating everything well, has the intent or at least shows the intent uh, to be a part of this project that, that they're going to be onboarded on. So make sure you're working on your soft skills. There's a plethora of information available out there, YouTube videos, uh, tutorials, different kind of courses. Make sure you go through that. Be cognizant of this. And I'm sure couple it with all the other pointers and this will definitely help you build that fab profile that you're looking to have. Oh, wonderful. All the, the conversation, I think in one word, awareness. I think that's really what you've brought forward. When you look in the rear view mirror, that's the word that I'm getting at is awareness, that that's something that you have to have. And those are the the tools for or the tips that you can bring and tools are connected with that. So thank you. I'm, I'm going to ask you now, we've looked in that rear view mirror and we've seen where you've been. Let's start our journey and we're traveling along and we're in the now, in the moment. Uh, what would you want to share with the listener who's interested in this topic of marketing, trying to figure out what it is, trying to see you know wh what's going on today with marketing? Give us some uh, of your insights about that. Absolutely. Uh, if you're going to be talking about the now of marketing, uh, it's got to be digital marketing as a whole, right? It's something none of us can miss within the fraternity. 80% uh, of marketing budgets today, Trish, in the corporate are dedicated towards the digital marketing space. And this speaks a lot about what you should be learning if you are aspiring to be within this industry, right? So lucky for us, uh, the digital marketing space is truly uh, backed by a lot of relevant courses, a lot of relevant learnings uh, which students can use, aspirants can use. So whether you're looking at growing as an SEO expert or a content creator or a data analyst. Believe me, there are courses available out there. There are different things that you can learn. And within a span of maybe two to four months, you would have empowered yourself to grow within this space and take up digital marketing as a full-time job. Right. And uh, if I may say it's a it's a well, I mean, it's a it's a job that will pay you well for sure. Yeah. So in the present time, that's I'm glad to hear this. Uh, and that's really has come on so strongly over the last year because of of the pandemic and covid that people are who haven't been attuned as much. So, you know, haven't devoted that 80 percent now. I mean, they're devoting that uh, because of trying to create that connection with their consumer. So uh, 
digital. And it's funny because we're talking about like the will, you know, maybe you have an insight. When it will it come back? Will there be a face to face need? How much that's going to change? Well, we do know that that digital now is supremely important. And so I loved how you, you know, talked about uh, the, the possibilities even within that big idea of digital, uh, you know, SEO, and you could do content management, you could do, you know, analytics, you could be a CRM, uh, CX uh, specialist, lots going on right now. Absolutely. I mean, the opportunities just within digital marketing are endless. And that's exactly what, you know, uh, impresses me. So any aspirant out there wanting to pursue a career in marketing, things are looking bright. Yeah. And, you know, I've always said that as I've taught marketing through the years. And this you going back years and years. Marketing, there's always going to be the need for someone to to support the exchange, whatever those exchanges of products or services. So it seems like a, a, a solid bet. But with your tip, keep that digital, keep your eye on the digital piece. That's where you're going to have to educate yourself. And I think part of it is knowing that if you're in school, even when you're in a B school, you you're, you cannot get, you can, you cannot get both theory and practice at the level that you want to have. You may have to develop that idea of practice yourself and the theory will come to you perhaps in courses. Uh, right now we know that it's, we're not sure because I love how you mentioned the, the soft skills, uh, those and, and how hard it is right now for people mentally to keep positive, to know that, you know, they can get jobs and things like that. That's all part of it. Meanwhile, we, we learn and we know these, um, uh, these theories, you know, very basic theories of four Ps and then or five Ps, whatever they go, the 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 uh, the funnel, all of these theories, Porter's five forces, whatever it may be, but with knowing them is not going to help you enough unless, as you point out, you know, and you are a gold medal student, and the reason why you're getting your jobs because there's other gold medal students out there is because your soft skills have been really part of your awareness. So digital application of your soft skills is very important right now. So I love what you're, what you're bringing forward for marketers as your insight. So thank you for supporting that. So let's see, we're in mid journey, but we want to look ahead. Let's say we're getting near the end of our, of our trip. We can't look too far because uh, we don't want to because <laughs> we don't know what's coming. But if we were looking a little bit down the road for for yourself, for the aspirants that uh, are going to listen, uh, what other insights do you have for them at this time? Looking forward. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to ask me the way forward, uh, I think the future of marketing is AI. Right. At one point of time, if you asked anyone about voice search engine optimization or, uh, you know, it's also known as VSEO or, you know, if you spoke about data driven marketing, I'm sure people would have just laughed it off. Correct me if I'm wrong, Trish. Right. I think you are. So I love starting with the AI because in my R&D, when I pick up signals every day, one thing attracted me today when I saw that Apple is going to work with Kia on autonomous vehicles, Apple cars, Kia is going to do So the AI that is involved in that, you are so right. So you see it happening. And then as marketers, you can say, oh, I want to be involved in that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And who would have thought, like, we would have thought, because we talked about autonomous vehicles we've been talking about that you know for 10 years now again i think it's covid fuel okay now you know we're going to start pushing this you know environmentally fueled fueled as well so yes ai and that's just one signal absolutely absolutely i mean uh, there are so many other uh, things that come into pay, uh, play with AI. Uh, you know, some of the top trends that I was looking at as I was doing my research 
I read that 84% of the marketing experts felt that AI will allow us to sustain or obtain a competitive advantage within the industry. I think that's a really big number. It is. And that's why I love your comments earlier about people who are in tech getting themselves uh, uh, woven into other structures like a marketing structure, like um, understanding storytelling, like the you mentioned literature, you mentioned psychology, all of those tools from somebody in tech who really will understand the AI piece could position them in an interesting way as a marketer, different from someone who doesn't have that piece. Finance as well. When people are in finance and then they say, oh, I did get this accounting degree or oh, finance, but they find that I want something more. They will be very valuable, I think, too, when they start to blend as you have done. And as you are advising us, you know, looking across all industries, looking with a, you know, the lens on all these different areas. It's wonderful. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, again, we didn't rehearse this, but, you know, it's just, Amazing. So I think that, you know, awareness, you, we had said with your first piece that it was all uh, about, you know, awareness. And, and maybe this is, you know, connectivity or something that you've, you know, talked to us about, you know, this powerful time of connectivity. Uh, so let's, let's spend a little time because kind of now at the end of our journey, but I wanted to give you some opportunity to talk about the company where you're working, where you're using all of these uh, tools and strategies and how that fits into your profile as a marketer. So share that with us. For sure. Uh, I was super excited about getting to this segment because I get to boast about uh, iSchool Connect because we're doing all of this and more, right? So for everyone uh, who is uh, yet to learn about iSchool Connect, uh, we are essentially a tech company and we assist students through that entire process of studying abroad. And we do this with uh, the use of sophisticated AI, right? And when you talk about the whole journey, it, it really is quite an elaborate one. Uh, right from the first phase where students are trying to understand which country should they be applying to, which university and which course is right for them, to handholding them with their application process, uh, be it their essays, their SOPs, their interviews, uh, their documentations, their scholarship application, to making sure they are well put together with their financial checklists, their financial documentations, till making sure, you know, the last phase, which is the visa uh, interview, uh, you know, their pre-departure connects, so the logistics, the accommodation, we make sure we handhold students through that entire journey. And like I said, we have a set of supremely sophisticated AI tools that help students through this entire phase. And I think something that pretty much all the aspirants on this podcast who are listening to this podcast should try, should explore. So uh, you can head to iSchoolConnect.com. That's where you'll see all the magic happen. And uh, something that you should definitely check out if you are a student who is aspiring to study abroad. Oh, thank you. I love it that you can boast about something that powerful. I'm excited because uh, as I'm able to work with this wonderful company uh, on their projects, they've invited me to speak about the SOP, uh, the statement of purpose and uh, at a, an event, a virtual event um, uh, in February 20. And uh, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, put that into the show notes as well. So if you're hearing this before, it may be just tomorrow for you 
get on board, but I know I'm promoting it as well, LinkedIn and other places. So you, uh, you'll know about it. If you hear this after, yes. then you'll just certainly want to look at it, look into that conference, anything that has come from it, that's archived from it. And then, um, certainly look at iSchool, uh, also. Uh, and I think too, uh, we need to uh, make sure that you know that um, Malveka can uh, be reached uh, on all platforms on LinkedIn. Probably that's the best place to find her uh, and to uh, ask her uh, to be uh, engaged. And she's very open to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd be happy yeah. to connect with yeah. anyone from the community. Thank you. So the last question before we go I always ask my guests, so what is your favorite color? I wonder what kind of car we've been driving in today, color, the color of that car. What is it, Malvika? Trish, we have been driving a classy white convertible. Ooh. <laughs> very, very elegant. <laughs> very elegant, yes. It's timeless. Yeah. It's a it's a blank canvas really, ready to fits. take on any color. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I have enjoyed my time in the white convertible, and I look forward to perhaps having that time with you one day in the future, either here in my time zone in New York or in your time zone, your ESD, IST time zone. And I, uh, I really look forward to it. Thank you for being a wonderful guest, for giving us great tips and tools, for telling us uh, about yourself in that guiding way that makes the listening in this podcast uh, so connecting for people who uh, tune in. So thank you for bringing that to us. And I want to thank my listeners and let them know that I will be also doing a podcast uh, over the next couple of weeks with a female entrepreneur. Um, I've known her for years and years, and she's actually developed uh, energy drinks, water drinks, uh, and has been very successful with a new drink uh, over maybe three or four years uh, called OWYN only what you need. And it's really a great product. So she's a female entrepreneur and she's been making her way. She'll tell you her story. So tune in for, for that session. And I look forward to hearing more from my colleague off the session, because I know we're going to be in touch for projects and, and just for great work and, and for socializing as well. So thanks again for joining us. Alveca, we, we just, enjoyed the time together all of us thank you so much trish for having me here thank you all the listeners for patiently listening through this podcast can't wait to be back here soon all right thanks have a good day wherever you are in the world i always like to say see you on the digital road <laughs>